0: So we have our friend Charles Myers. Uh, Charles, how you been doing, my friend?
1: Slipping into madness is an accurate way to describe being uh, stuck at home with your one-year-old. He's a little tyrant, and he's hanging out with his mom upstairs because, although he normally helps me cook this one, um, it's a little bit much to record a podcast while watching a one-year-old while cooking. Seems like a recipe for hands burned on a hot stove.
2: I think babies of the of uh, the quarantine is a special episode that we're going to need to record later, but not today.
1: Yeah, yeah. I'm not sober. I'm, I'm too sober for that episode.
2: Um, there was a great Freudian slip there about how not sober you will be when we do do that one.
1: Oh, oh. I mean, it's not a slip. I'm. <laughs> I love He's my... in that like very
0: special phase of where you're recovering from the night before. You're still drunk, but you haven't started for today.
1: Yeah. So. On the subject of food that's great when you're still a little bit drunk, I'm going to be making uh, shakshuka um, with a couple of recipe substitutions because this is quarantine after all. I'm out of regular tomatoes, which means we're going to be using these uh, little chopped up cherry tomatoes. They still have the same moisture content. So theoretically, this should work. But if it screws up it's going to screw up live on the air, which is my favorite way to screw up. Um, shakshuka is a traditional North African dish consisting of onions, which I've just put on and which you can hear. Uh, peppers. Oh, trust
0: yeah. me, we're hearing the sizzling.
1: That is quite oh, yeah. yeah, I... Uh, I heated my skillet a little much in the beginning, but it should be fine. So first we're gonna saute the onions. And when you're sauteing the onions, you put in your cumin, um, you can either use seeds or ground cumin, about a tablespoon. Um, And you really want the, the cumin and the paprika to toast with uh, the rest of your onions and everything else to form the base of your dish. Now, all of this uh, is going into a bath, well, not quite a bath, but a a very generous distribution of olive oil, which actually, because my skillet was going for a little too long, not quite generous enough. So we're just going to add another little bit there. Um, and so this is, this is the base of your dish and you want to get the moisture. Everything that you add here is to add moisture to your dish. Um, because eventually, and the tomatoes, especially what you're going to do is you're going to create little well indentations and you're going to poach these eggs in those indentations on top of everything else while it's covered. And, you know, I think, uh, I think I am going to add just a little more olive oil here because I like olive oil. And also because um, my my poor wife, uh, Eva, she, um, she left. Uh, she turned the wrong burner on yesterday. And I smelled something burning. And it turned out to be the layer of seasoning I've built up on this cast iron skillet. Uh, she meant to turn the back burner on. She turned the front burner on. Um, and uh instead of having rice she had very wet rice and i had to reseason this bad boy last night to make sure that
2: uh i could actually cook this dish yet uh, another victim of the coronavirus
1: yeah yeah i mean she uh we we had we had a a, a death in the family not related um yesterday uh her grandfather uh passed away unfortunately um after a long battle with Alzheimer's, uh, so uh,
0: our deepest condolences. Yeah. I'm sure all of the listening community sends their thoughts and prayers to you.
1: Thanks. You know, Bill. Bill was a, amazing, an absolutely amazing human being. Um, although I only got to know him in the twilight of his life, I, I strongly encourage anyone who has uh, stimulus money that they don't know what to do with. To consider uh, a donation to the Alzheimer's Association um, with some of it. Uh, it's a charity that does great work, um, and you know um, the the work that they do means a lot to our family. So if you are able to, um, I'd appreciate it. Um,
0: well, you'll be happy know my father is a monthly donor. I'm a infrequent donor, but I'll definitely be making donation uh, today.
1: Thank, thank you, Shamus. Uh, thank you to anyone who does, who's listening. Um, okay, so now we have our diced garlic. Um, he said, awkwardly changing the subject. Do it. Uh, back to cooking. Um, and You've done a
2: little pratfall with it just to really cement the change.
1: Yeah. Um, so the onions... Uh, and I'm just going to move my laptop and show you all what I'm seeing. So the onions look like this more or less right now. And so they're most of the way there. Um, you know, still- Describe what
2: this is for the listeners. Cause this is going to be an audio thing. Oh,
1: this is an audio thing. Okay, yeah. great. Okay. So you want the onions to like the onions are going to, you, you can see the onions, absorb your cumin. And as you can hear, my, uh, my co-worker upstairs is uh, upset that it is second breakfast time, but he is being forced to eat it up there instead of down here. Uh, you monster.
0: Yeah. Wait, second breakfast, your co-worker is a hobbit?
1: Uh, well, they're, I, he's actually a little shorter than hobbits, but uh, he does eat first breakfast, second breakfast, elevensies, And all of the other meals. Uh, For for those of you with toddlers, you'll understand. So the, um, the onions, they're going to, some of them will start to turn translucent, some of them are going to be in that intermediary stage, but you want to get them about halfway before you start adding other ingredients. So I'm adding uh, A very generous uh, portion of diced garlic that I diced ahead of time, um, and you, you want to dice it and not crush it. Uh, I I hate I hate crushed garlic. You don't get you don't get the same flavor profile. You don't get the same texture in the finished meal. And this garlic is going to infuse with both the spices, and it's going to start to melt a little bit because I've got most of it pretty thin. So now that we've added the garlic, we add the diced red peppers. Now, you can use red, green, although try not to use green, um, just for aesthetic reasons and nothing else. Uh, You're going to want to cook the red peppers until they're soft.
0: Um, Wait, hold on a second. So we're saying that green peppers are, are you racist against green peppers? Is that what you're telling us?
1: Yes, I am. And also I and I don't know whether this is just me or not me. I've always felt that they have like a a slightly different flavor profile than the other bell peppers and I don't like it in this dish. So
2: I'll just say hate has no taste. That being said, I don't know if I've ever really thought about the difference between the different colored bell peppers. I'm sure it's there. I've mostly been using green ones, but that's because I've just been able to find them more easily. Yeah, I don't know what it
1: is. I, I just, I've always kind of felt that they have a slightly different flavor profile. Maybe I, I maybe I see the color and taste the color, like I'm like four or something again. I have no idea. Um, that's also... There another. is a
0: lot... Uh, there is science back that the site doesn't influence your, the taste. Uh, that said, also, I have... Uh, was that red peppers yeah, are a bro- little bit sweeter, but very,
2: yeah, uh, great. Are you a robot, Seamus? Robots don't know how food works. Jeez,
1: Ben, don't out his secret to the whole world. It's his to tell.
2: <laughs> we have enough going on. We don't need the robot uprising. Yeah, well. So, I mean, how long have you been making this dish, Charles? What? Um, how long have you been making this? I mean, I mean, not like this particular session of it, but when did you first start?
1: Uh, This was actually a a quarantine thing for me. Um, I'd always wanted to, but there's a lot of chopping. A lot of chopping. And uh, I hadn't really felt motivated, but my my one-year-old likes to stand uh, on the other side of the stove and watch me dice things. So I, I, I... decided to entertain him and make it for myself. And it's actually delicious. It is a perfect hangover food if if, you you don't cut your fingers off. Um, So we're coming up on the peppers getting soft. Um, We're not quite there yet, but we're going to be there soon. So there are a couple other spices. Um, now I cheated a little bit. I used a harissa mix. Oh, there are two Seamus's on the chat now. Interesting. I know it's uncanny. Um, so I cheated. I used a little bit of a pre-mixed harissa, um, which is some of the spices I've already added plus a few more. Um, and I didn't really like the heat profile of that very much. It's not the pre-mixed the one is not hot enough for me so because i'm a little bit of a psychopath i have some ground habanero uh, and i added a pinch of that now when your peppers start getting soft you're going to start seeing some liquid beginning to pool in your cast iron skillet and that's good you you want that liquid because When you crack your eggs and cover it, the liquid is going to evaporate to the top and steam poach the eggs in the little wells that you make. Um, So I'm just going to add my ground coriander. Uh, And you don't have to worry too much about making this too spicy, because if there's one truth in the culinary universe, it's that Hot pepper plays really well with eggs. Um, I don't know why that is, but it's delicious. And you will you will not regret giving your dish a little bit of heat.
2: Are you the type of person that puts hot sauce on your eggs just when you make other kinds? Uh, you know, I don't
1: like the texture that the sauce creates with the eggs. Um, so usually no, but I will add a little pinch of habanero or something else. If I'm scrambling the eggs. Um, and I make, I make omelets with jalapenos all the time. Ordinarily, when I make this dish. Um, I'll do something uh, Well, what I've been making this dish over the past month, which is every couple days because it's a great go to breakfast. Um, now it's time to add the tomatoes. Um, ordinarily uh, I will Sorry, I uh, lost my train of thought there. Um, what was the question?
2: <laughs> you know, my question was just, when you make eggs, do you like to put hot sauce on them? You oh, yeah, about- yeah,
1: okay. Yeah, so, like, ordinarily when I make I'll this... The- day- you will not be the yeah.
0: first guest who has lost their train of thought uh, oh. on this podcast. Just don't yes. go
1: down the corner. <laughs> yeah. So, um, ordinarily when I make this one, uh, which is, you know, every other day for the past month, I will um dice up a jalapeno seeds and all but i ran out of jalapenos yesterday day before yesterday because i made uh i, I diced up my last one for some heat with uh an anchovy and garlic uh, pasta sauce that uh i wanted to make um and the last thing i'm going to be doing is i have these little pearl onions. That I had not thought, thought of a use for, and some of them were starting to sprout. So theoretically, the uh, the process of reducing the tomatoes in here, plus the heat, should actually nicely steam these. Um, I hope. And if it doesn't, then it doesn't. Uh, it was a it was a good thought and it died doing the right thing or something. Um, So now I have to find a lid suitable for this skillet, which I inherited um, literally uh, from a deceased family friend. Um, And uh, we're just going to leave that there for uh, the tomatoes to break down and release their water for a couple minutes.
2: As somebody who despises tomatoes mostly for their texture because it is gross, how much of a breakdown do they undergo when you're cooking this? Well,
1: if you use normal sized tomatoes, uh, pretty substantial, like they're reduced to basically just their liquid. Um, with little bits, and it, it, it just depends on how long you leave them on. Uh, the longer you leave it on, the more the tomatoes break down, um, and you, you want them to release their you want them to release as much liquid as possible because that's going to form the base of what you poach the eggs in. Um, that's that's what poaches the eggs actually, and since uh, I have that all going now. I am going to. Ben, are
0: you. uh, This is the first time hearing that you actually despise tomatoes. Really? Are you like a Tom Brady type?
2: I'd (laughs) like to think that there are a lot of things I don't have in common with Tom Brady. I think he's kind of a tool. Um, I didn't know he didn't like tomatoes, but if that's the case, then yes, that's something I have in common. Oh,
0: he doesn't eat any moonshines. He doesn't eat any moonshines.
2: You mean
0: nightshades? Yeah. Yeah, because he's. Nightshades, there we
1: go. Because he's crazy. What's a mood well, i've sign? not been my yeah. first cup of coffee
2: i'm not familiar with a mood sign what, what what is this what she oh, was I meant say night
1: and they're they're tomatoes and a bunch of other delicious veggies that are apparently packed with the wrong sort of whatever for his crazy cult leader trainer slash dietitian
2: um <clears throat> i don't know about that i just know that when i have tried to eat an actual tomato, like the byproducts, you know, paste and soup and, you know, even, even like the juice, when you can can that up to a lesser extent, I'm fine with. Um, Tomatoes themselves taste to me like biting into a big ball of vomit. Like that, that's the sensation I get. See, that's how
1: cherry tomatoes taste to me normally, which is why I really need these to hurry up and break down.
0: Weirdly <laughs> really, cherry tomatoes are actually my favorites because I just enjoy the texture the most because I think it's more condensed.
2: It is condensed, but to me that's just more condensed version of that thing I don't like. So yeah, so while my we grow talking- tomatoes at home and every now and then, you know, they'll they'll sprout some <gasps> that they think are just the best and my dog apparently has opinions on that. I don't know if that's coming through the audio. Um yeah. Yeah. Wait. So I think Buddy means
0: it to say that he actually is a fan of tomatoes. Don't
2: judge me. I feed you. Um, Feel free to judge, Buddy. That's all we do on this podcast. Encourage him to do things like that. He judges me enough. Uh, it's it's really apparent since he's the only one that sees me most days now. But yeah. You know they'll, they'll grow what they think is just an even better tomato than usual, and they'll encourage me to eat, like. Okay. What's really good for you is just more of that thing that I think is kind of an abomination. So, so while we're,
1: while we're quietly judging Ben, well, not so quietly judging Ben, um, I diced up some scallions to use as a garnish for when this is all over, uh, since I had a quick minute there. Um, hopefully these tomatoes break down, uh, as another digression, uh, knives, they're fun. Uh, and if you're gonna be doing cooking, you need a good one um something that fits your hand uh and something that is well made because there's nothing worse than trying to cook with a dull knife especially if you're slicing those giant slicing tomatoes you're just gonna you're just gonna have a bad time so what I have is a very nice older knife and I'm just gonna go over what our listeners should look for aside from fitting your hand, which it's kind of hard to do if you're shopping online. But when this is all over and you go to the store to buy knives, um, you're going to want something where the metal of the blade extends all the way to the back. Um, And that's that's called a full tang knife. Um, And it should be riveted um, all the way through. So... From which you'll see on a full tang knife, um, and that that'll that'll save you a lot of headache, um, and that knife will last uh, long enough for you to pass down to somebody else. And these tomatoes have not. This is annoying. This,
0: we just went like borderline West Wing here. What? We just went borderline West Wing here.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so these tomatoes, unfortunately, still need a little bit more time to break down and release all of their water for me Um, because they are cherry tomatoes and not the tomatoes that I should be using. But no offense, guys, uh, your wonderful podcast does not rate high enough for me to emergency order groceries um, or uh, worse, take a trip out. Although I've I've been told by the Republicans demonstrating in our state that uh, (laughs) I should leave my house as much as possible and protest without mask on so that we reopen our state's economy sooner. There were 1,500 of them outside of our Capitol building yesterday.
0: There There were-
2: In my hometown a few days ago. I don't think it got up to 1,500. Um, and I do know at least the guy that was conspicuously riding a horse around it was apparently from another state, just, you know, travels around to these rallies and spreads the coronavirus, which, hey, gives you more time to learn new things to cook. Yeah. I mean, that's one way to look at it. Um, I mean, hey, you're learning new things. You've got this fun new brunch item.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I am, I am learning new things. Um, I would much rather be able to leave my house though. Um, uh, <laughs>
0: Well, you could also, uh, since we were also talking about all this, there were some protests up in my state capitol earlier this week, and some people actually were dumb enough to give their names. And so, of course, I looked in the state voter file because, you know, public record and all that, and I was able to find that one of them, like, this mother-daughter combo lives, like, 40 minutes away from where I am. And I was, like, Really tempted to just, like get out, take my car out, drive to their home and start like just screaming at them from the street. For, and one of them is a just daughter who's like complaining that like, oh, I'm not gonna be able to go to the prom. And then she also posts on her Facebook about how she's now accepted to the University of Delaware, starting in the fall. I'm like, maybe I should email like their admissions office, tell them like you hired, you admitted some complete moron.
1: But yeah, that that's. I don't know what I would do. Um, I do know that my counterpart, the uh, chair of the Wisconsin Young Republicans, was at the demonstration in Brookfield um, the other the other week um, because he uh, he thinks that that's how we're going to reopen the economy. Um, as a longtime real estate investor and uh, lover of free markets and our free enterprise system, I really would like to have him explain to me how um, prolonging a pandemic is going to lead to more economic activity. I'm sure he has some very, very fascinating ideas about that. More podcasts. And, uh, you know... Can he also uh, tell us how much bleach he puts in his food? I have no idea, but I'd like to dedicate this Pelosi clap to him. Um, So...
2: How much time are you spending in the kitchen during all this?
1: Oh, I'm cooking, like... Three to four hours a day. It keeps my kid entertained and it tastes delicious. Um, so I have a fridge right now that's filled with like pasta, French onion soup that I need to freeze. Um, once I'm done with, uh, once once I'm done with uh, really rehabilitating the seasoning on this skillet, uh, I have some. Uh, I've two pounds of. Uh, ground beef that i'm going to turn into an incredibly tasty uh cottage pie not to be confused with shepherd's pie um shepherd's pie is lamb cottage pie is beef
2: i assume you made shepherd's pie out of actual shepherds and because of the economy most of them aren't working right now so they must be in short supply
1: well that's the thing actually they 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 have a very solitary profession um and so you so, say that
0: actually they would no one would even know that they're gone,
1: yeah, yeah, but also like they haven't really been impacted by this uh in fact, they're in more demand than ever because of issues at uh issues with the meat supply chain, so like you gotta you gotta really think it through, Colin um,
0: it is funny you ma- mention that because I did go grocery shopping yesterday, yes, I wore masks and all that, and I was thinking of trying to buy some lamb, all you could find were lego lambs, mm mm-hmm. Couldn't find any lamb chops.
1: Yeah, I uh, my last shepherd's pie, and I, I've just added the carissa, and now that I know it won't burn, some black pepper, um, and uh, yeah, you know, during during Passover, I had the damnedest time getting a hold of uh, lamb shank, but also a leg of lamb, um, and then the leftovers from that leg of lamb turned into my last shepherd's pie because the only leg of lamb I could actually get my hands on was from Costco. And, uh, that was five pounds of lamb, which was a bit much. So I braised it. Uh, and because I braised it for as long as I did, I was able to shred it with, uh, forks, um, by the time it was time to uh, use the leftovers. So, you know, always always have a plan B or C or D when you're cooking in quarantine. So uh, the tomatoes are just about done releasing their liquid. Um, it takes a little bit longer with cherry tomatoes. And I think that now is a great time to put on my eggs. So that's what I'm gonna do. Now with the eggs, you have options. You can cook them for as long or as short as you want, as long as you know you get the first layer of uh, cooking. As long as you get them a little bit solid. Um, some people like them all the way, uh, all the way done. Some people like them really runny. It's it's entirely up to you. Um, so what you're going to do is you're going to make a little indentation, and this is this is runnier than I usually uh, make it, but
2: I've always seen in just, I've never ordered chachuca before, but I've always seen in pictures, like, it looks like they use more solid eggs for it more conventionally is, is that what you normally go with or is it just sort of a preference?
1: Um, I mean, I've been making it, I usually make it a little bit on the solid side because although I like to use, um, Although, although I like runny eggs I just I don't know it feels kind of weird so in this dish for whatever reason so I'm creating little wells in my uh, my sauce and I crack and you crack the eggs into the wells um, and so I don't I don't know, Cohen. At this at this point, you'd be hard pressed to really make out what was tomato and what wasn't. Uh, and That's reassuring to me. In here, so this sounds this sounds like an egg dish. For, this sounds like an egg and tomato dish for you. Hold no,
0: on, it's called Cohen. You cannot do that. Only Summer Roberts is allowed to call someone Cohen. No one, no one got the OC reference.
2: I got the reference. I'm just saying I have, I'm pretty used to people calling me Cohen. So I'm, I'm gonna say I have no objection to them. Um, but no, I'm, I'm keeping it.
1: Yeah, also uh, the OC, that's a name I haven't heard in a long time.
2: I forgot it existed. And then I was dating somebody who fondly remembered it. And so we would occasionally watch an episode together on Hulu. It it was
0: truly one of the best parts of my teen years. Yeah, I cried, I cried at the end of that episode of that final episode.
1: I mean, I loved I loved it as a teenager. Um, it was like the one thing that I could talk to my crush about in art class. But like, <laughs> I hadn't thought about that show in sure. years. So thank you.
2: I'm glad I can All help.
1: Right. All right, and now our eggs are in and. uh so this is going to be a nice, slow poach. Um, I'm going to wash my hands before I put the lid on so that I don't give myself salmonella while trying to avoid the rona.
2: Um, Would salmonella and the coronavirus uh, fight? What? Would the coronavirus and salmonella fight?
1: I mean, corona- like, the coronavirus is pretty greedy. Like... It attacks every major organ organ system, apparently. So, like, I have a feeling that it would absolutely get into a turf war with Salmonella.
0: But who would win? And, uh, okay, this is the type of questions that we should be asking Trump at those press conferences daily.
2: I like to think uh, that you would get sort of a West Side Story slash Lion King 2 situation where, one, you know microbe or whatever of each of the respective diseases would cross lines, fall in love and convince them to get along and, you know, collaborate on killing their host.
1: You guys, do you guys remember celebrity death match from oh, the goodness.
2: early days? Oh, Maybe. I miss that so much.
1: So do I, you know what we should do? We should have a, uh, we should have a, a celebrity death match claymation uh, of salmonella against the coronavirus.
2: I'm sure we know somebody artistic enough to do that. Listeners, if you are at all versed in claymation, hit us up. We have some work for you.
1: Yeah, I would actually probably pay money to see that.
2: Um, if you can do this, we'll get all of our guests for today's episode, and we'll... If we won't fly all of them in to cook for you, because that would be expensive, we will find something involving getting all of their recipes together. We will
0: get exclusive access to my unre- uh, my un released a west wing
2: script damn i haven't even gotten to see that yet yeah no, that's premium content right there get on that
1: that is premium content uh, so i'm gonna set my kitchen timer for three minutes to uh give those eggs some time before i check on them but from here on out this dish is this dish is basically done um it's just a matter of being patient and waiting for your eggs to finish um and uh, if you're cooking at home with a child, keeping them entertained so that they don't do something silly, like reach for the handle of your cast iron skillet and tip it all over. Um, or, uh...
0: Oh, he's at the climbing phase now.
1: Oh, he's he's been at the climbing phase. Um, he is joyously in the climbing phase. He's also in the, I know I shouldn't go through the trash daddy, but I really want to phase of childhood development. Um, so basically like basically like our dog right now um they both know what they shouldn't do they still sometimes do it um although i think he finally knows more words than her uh we have an exceptionally intelligent dog it's scary but uh, has
0: your dog learned call time yet or has your has your son learned call time yet because we know your dog has <laughs>
1: For those of you who don't know my dog, uh, when I say call time, she begs. When I say politician, she shakes. And because I love Game of Thrones, when I say take the black, she runs to her crate. Um, I don't think he knows call time yet. Um, He knows Chili Daddy has to be on the phone right now. Um, And then he looks at me and gets a very sad face um, until I give him something to color with or uh, Something like that and wrap up my phone conversation. But yeah, I don't, I don't think he knows. Oh, excellent. These are poaching a little bit faster than I thought they would. So right now, these eggs, uh, if you like your eggs runny, these eggs would be good to serve. Uh, so I don't really want these to be runny, though, uh, since whatever, I, I cracked seven eggs into this um, so that I could uh, – Use my egg carton for um, some more uh, vegetable planting, but uh, if I
0: didn't know better, I'd say actually you're using it uh, because seven, you know, all the number of Horcruxes by Voldemort and all that.
1: You caught me. You caught me. Thought I was clever. Guess not.
2: But However, we all know, know that, that now. Co- y- A- now that, that's scary.
1: What what's what's scary? Sorry, YouTube. We're I'm talking about. I'm gonna have
2: to right? root out all the Death Eaters in YDA now.
1: I mean, you've partied with all of them. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> what? Do you, do you really have to root them out, Cohen?
2: I mean, yeah. Otherwise, who knows what terror they're going to unleash.
1: I'm not going to comment. That's okay. <laughs> um, so right now, the eggs are very, very soft on the top, but they are cooked all the way through. So if you like your eggs soft, good to serve. If uh, you don't, or you just, you don't like that texture, put on another three minutes and you'll be good. Um, so yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. Lots and lots and lots of cooking. Um, it makes me, makes me very sad that I've been doing this much cooking actually. I, I enjoy it, but.
0: You say sad we say awesome. I say I'm now hungry. And I have a box of the mini cinnamon toast Eggo waffles in my freezer just waiting for me.
2: It may so, not be shakshuka, but I think you should go follow your dreams right there, Seamus.
1: Yeah, fo- follow your dreams. Um, so I, I guess I'll share a couple of uh, my quarantine cooking hacks that you should, you know, use anyway. Sure. So um, <laughs> I slice up a lot of vegetables for what I do, and because I slice up a lot of vegetables, and I, I tend to make soups, I uh, I keep my discarded chopping. So like the ends of leeks, um, the ends of celery that you can't use, that you know that sort of thing. Uh, the 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 basil plate and top of onions, which I didn't have my bag out, um, so. I just put them in the bag, um, and then when it comes time to make the base of the broth for a soup, I'll empty my, my bag of useless veggie and uh, toss it all in. And it, 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 ad- it adds up to more or less vegetable broth uh, by the end. You only have to, You only have to play around a little bit to get the flavor you're looking for. Um, and it also allows me to have nice, fresh veggie stock made from scratch roughly once a week. Um, sometimes a little more, sometimes a little less. Ooh, these are these are poaching. Those are poaching beautifully. Um, I'll take a picture and send it to you guys. Good. I just grab my phone. Or maybe I won't. Um, I appear to have put my phone somewhere and I can't find it. So that's going to be a problem. Um, hang on, I'll see if my my wife Eva can find it, um, since it's probably upstairs.
0: Uh, Charles, you could always just take over your computer and then.
1: Yeah, the, the, the webcam is kind of kind of awkward. Although I think um, I think Eva will be able to find my phone. I think it's just upstairs somewhere. And oh, hey, these these little onions—they are the MVPs. These little pearled onions, they're going to be the MVPs of this dish. OK, and our eggs are just about there. So I'm just going to turn off my burner for the rest of that. And uh, now that I have the, uh, yeah, now, now that this is all basically done, I'm going to take the scallions that I diced up um, at the very beginning of uh well, almost the very beginning of all of this and I'm going to take a quick pause to check the flavor of my my sauce. Mm. Fuck yes. This is great. I hit the mm. I hit the spicy nail right on the head. I am so so happy with how that turned out. Um, I was a little bit anxious probably gonna be a little too spicy for my son, but that's okay. He doesn't like eggs anyway. Um,
0: I'm, you'll be in my thoughts and prayers during this difficult time.
1: Yeah, yeah, thoughts, thoughts and prayers, um, but I am going to garnish it now with all of the scallions that I diced up. Um, now you can use fresh chopped parsley as well, you can use uh, fresh chopped coriander, and you can use quite a few other things um, if you feel inclined. Um, and apparently I left my phone in the bathroom because I took a bath this morning and it was amazing. That's fair.
2: So, well, when you right? find it, just when you have the product finished, send us a picture. Yeah. And when we post all this later, we'll, uh, we'll include it with everything.
1: Awesome. And, uh, you know, we should really... Uh, we should talk about Wisconsin politics sometime.
2: Um, when we have a, when we do a real episode again, and not one that Seamus lets me hijack for strange ideas uh, about special episodes, then yes, we absolutely will.
1: Yeah, like Wisconsin politics and parenting. We should we should definitely. Uh,
2: well, I'm sure those mash up great, and I will look forward to hearing about them.
1: And
0: how about like Scott Walker probably never was hugged in his life. I bet he doesn't cook
1: either. So Uh, on the bridge, he actually he
2: cooks like makes himself ham sandwiches. And And that's that's about it. That's putting things in bread.
1: Yes. Um, Hence the scare quotes. Uh, So my coworker was devastated to be separated from mom, but sacrifices must be made. And this is a photo of Sharkshuka that I will send to you guys. Band. Oh, and uh, I strongly recommend, um, if you ever get a chance to, and you're obnoxious like me, um, Les Crusades, these little, these, these little single serving, and they're really like half a portion, um, stoneware ramekins in um nice pastel colors. And I,
2: I have I one those are not like pastels. That, in a Dark blue. What? I have ones that are like that, but they're all in a dark blue. It's a set. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So those are those are actually sold as a set, the, the pastel rainbow set. Um,
0: that did not look like pastels to me though.
1: Yeah, I mean they it it may not be translating over the webcam. Um but they are wonderful um, and they and you're right they they start dark and then they fade up toward the and that's not show that's not showing through in the natural light in the in the lighting, but um they are wonderful and i I am so glad that I got them because they have really brought joy to my kitchen that's that's the shakshuka it's done you can eat it um if you want i'll uh So,
0: okay, so I'm going to get on a flight right now over to Wisconsin, you know, pick me up in the airport in about, you know, like five hours or so, and have it ready for me, that'd be perfect.
1: Yeah, I mean, you can definitely have a batch two. Um, Or better yet,
0: Cohen, your new mission is that when we finally have a new YDA meeting, make sure the hotel has suites where
2: we can do a cook-off. Okay, you say that somewhat jokingly, but I kind of want to do that now.
0: I, I don't yes. mean that jokingly. I'm dead serious. We've had mix. We've had mixology uh, fights before. I think yeah, we should be
1: cooking.
2: Do it. I'd be down. Well, all right. I like this.
1: And you know, maybe uh, if I drive again, I could bring my 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 friend. Still needs a name. Um, what is your friend? Oh, that's my sourdough starter. Um, you're one of them. I mean, reality is I get my groceries once every two weeks, and bread doesn't keep that long. Uh, my co-op, my co-op is out of dry active yeast, so my options are limited. <laughs> um, and if if I'm going to have a living organism that I have to feed twice a day, once once it reaches an appropriate age, I'm going to name it. This one has not reached that appropriate age yet. So no name, um, you know. Uh, I, I, I suppose I could wait a couple of years, um, as as is done north of the wall, but that that might be excessive. I, I think I think after it starts producing good bread, it gets a name.
2: We're having a guest later on today who is going to be talking about uh, baking bread during the quarantine, and we'll ask her if she has any suggestions for for names. I'm sure she'll have some. No,
0: I think honestly we should just like have a open poll. And, and then I think Ben and I will finally decide amongst ourselves what the name will be.
1: So I've, I've been thinking Danforth as a name for it um, because it's, it's obnoxious, which is, you know, basically cleaning the sourdough off of whatever it is that you use to reduce it. Um, and it's distinguished, which is the taste of a good sourdough bread. But I'm open to suggestions.
0: I can't think of anything right now, but I'm sure our listening audience will be able to come up with a good name. Four just,
1: years just don't, just don't name it manhole like you did with Josh's dog. Well, No, that's already been done. You can't, yeah, <laughs> we, we can't have two manholes. Yeah, I think I co I think I co-sponsored that resolution.
0: Oh yes, you did.
1: No regrets. <laughs>
0: Truly, the best idea Hannah Robleski and I ever had.
1: Yeah, that was actually an amazing idea. Um, and you deserve, you and Hannah both deserve a lot of credit for bringing some very much needed levity to that YDA Birmingham meeting. Um, I, I, know, I know I appreciated it. I don't know if Josh did, but I appreciated it.
2: He denies it, but we know he did.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean... He says he, he still tra- calls his dog
0: Jax, but we know he's only doing that for show.
1: I mean, you did take something deeply personal to, to him. And just mess with it. I guess that makes us the bad guys. But eh, fuck it. Um, you can edit that out, right? <laughs> oh no, no, this is saying it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I at the reference curs- of Dr. Harris still always stays in.
1: I am at I the cursing. I don't I don't care about the discussion of the dog. Um. Although, if you guys if you guys rena- try to rename my dog, I. I will have my revenge.
2: That comes later. I
1: I, I I will I will have my revenge. I will I will make your Kansas City meeting be in Missouri. I will fight you. <laughs> You'll what? You gotta have... fight you. You'll fight me. <laughs> I will
0: fight you. Okay, this is another claimation that we have to have done. Charles <laughs>
2: versus Ben. <laughs> <laughs> ah, no respect. Anyway. Charles, I got the pictures of the finished product. It's pretty awesome.
1: Yep. Here's the, uh, here's it plated. Um, yeah, I'll take a picture of that too. Um, I don't know how appetizing it really looks in this form, but I assure you it's delicious. Although it's almost certainly going to be a little bit too spicy for my wife. Um, as well so that just means there's going to be more for me um yeah all um, right i
2: like eggs all right <laughs> well that was fun <laughs> charles thank you for jumping on
0: yep now i really all have right. to. i because mean, i am this made me my mouth really watery and my stomach really rumbly
1: <laughs> i'd say i was sorry but you know you're not. It's okay. Oh, I'm not. I'm not I'm and
0: I'm not. I'm not saying it's something that you have to apologize for. I'm just saying. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. It was great. Thanks so much. Yep. All Stay right. Safe.